0: Than all hope, listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, you folks, old man Grognard here. Saturday, 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 was upon us. Oh boy! And I hope it's it's looks like it's shaping up to be a good Saturday. Well, well, well. The COVID thing seems to be winding down. We had a few more places open up. Today and yesterday, I believe. And so hopefully things will go back to normal. I don't know when I'm going to get back to a table, if you know what I mean, and actually do some real gaming, not online gaming as a gaming, but you know, I'm, I like the table. You know what I'm saying? Well, I got something to talk about bad guys, and we will talk about that after this. Okay, follow me on this. It's easy. Should your should your characters, it would be interesting. First of all, you know I'm big on premise and a premise, some kind of premise you can hang your your stories on. If you know what I mean, which is a good thing because that way you don't have to explain a lot of backstory unless unless the current adventure. But you know I have my my mutant future premise. I have my D&D premise, I have, you know, you they're basically the characters working for an organization or themselves or whatever that you use as a backdrop. Okay. How about this? Don't you think your characters should have a, you know, after they've been adventuring a little while, don't you think they should have a rogues gallery? I mean, Batman's got a great rogues gallery and before him, Dick Tracy had a great rogues gallery. Your character should too. Your player character should too. I mean, yes, there's the villain NPC, the main protagonist, and you know he could be one of the arch enemies of them. but it'd be nice if you had like a whole, I mean, there's no wrong with adding new ones, but you have this whole these recurring characters like Batman and things like that, that come back to haunt them every once in a while in some other nefarious plot or something. Or you know you can do anything with them. They want revenge. They want to steal something. They just want to make them look bad. Whatever, whatever they're And I'll get into that in a minute. What makes but what makes a good rogues gallery? Well, first off, is variety. You don't want the same evil lord, two lords doing the same thing unless they're working together. Unless they're part of a team, but I'm talking about individual people in the Rhodes Gallery. You don't want them stepping on toes, if you know what I mean. I think that Joker and Riddler tend to step on each other's toes sometimes. Joker is more dominant of the two, but Riddler is very, almost as smart as the Joker, if not smarter. So, it's, you know, it's that kind of thing. So, you want each individual one to have its own thing. And I'm not saying it just has to be outrageous like the Batman or Dick Tracy villains, but something distinctive about them. Maybe all of their henchmen wear the same color tunics. Maybe he has a habit of planning things in a certain way where your PCs go, oh yeah, I know who's behind that. And as a game master, you can play with that because they get start too to complac- complacent about their rogues gallery throw them a curve. Maybe one of them is doing something that the other one would usually do to throw them off this, either throw, throw out the pieces off the scent or throw the blame on the other guy. That's a good thing. So you have distinctive people in there. Also, they should have some kind of organization. It doesn't have to be a big thing. It can be them and henchmen or a big organization backing them or anywhere in between. You know, they they always seem to people always seem to have henchmen that devote their time and energy to doing whatever the villains the his bidding. So you should have some kind of organization behind him. Now, there's nothing wrong with the one-off, not even one-off, but having somebody in Rogues Gallery who is rogue. I mean, it doesn't it marvel all the time. There's a lot of bad guys for Spider-Man and the other characters where they're just one person, uh, Taskmaster. And Marvel comes to mind. But a lot of them have their... mostly. This is mostly a DC thing, though. They have their own henchmen and things like that. So they should have some kind of organization. Maybe they're royalty. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're just real good at convincing people to do things. They could be the king of the sewers and have all these people do their bidding. So... You not only get him to deal with, but you have their their henchmen to deal with, who they will—I have no doubt—be have no compulsion to throw against the heroes just so they can get away or something to keep them getting at them. I mean, they, that happened in history. Look at Braveheart. But those two things right there—personality, don't let them. Okay, and a strong personality very strong this is where your role-playing comes in now it's it's kind of important but if you can give them like one quirk that would be a good thing i've already mentioned some stuff already so you have your your rogues gallery should be diverse it should have some kind of henchmen backing them up and they should have a quirk now another thing is don't have too many of them you know, and they can come, they can go. I mean, Dick Tracy's Rogues Gallery always like half of them were dead by the end of the story. So they would die off. I mean, Flat Top, Flat Top got killed in the first story in his first adventure. But he's—they've had like his family show up, that kind of thing. That's another thing. If you have a Rogues Gallery, you, one of them gets killed the uh, family member can take their place or something like that. So, and then you always have, you always have regular guys, you can, regular villains, you can, you can plan stories around. And I'm saying you don't have to use them all the time, but use them often enough where where the characters will be familiar with them. Oh, ho, Lord jerk face. We meet again, you know, that kind of thing. As opposed to rivals. Rivals are a whole other thing. Rivals aren't really threatening so much as they just irritate the, char- the characters. But I'm talking about arch enemies and a rogues gallery. Every good group should, that stays together should have a good rogues gallery to choose from. And there's nothing wrong you doing do in stories that have to do with none of them. None of them. But hey, every once in a while you do one of those kind of stories. Sometimes you get one to add to the rogues gallery. You never know. You know, and you've got another thing is you've got to make their motivations clear, at least to them. As stories, adventures start out vague and get more precise as they go along. You can't figure out why this guy is doing what he's doing. At the end, you'll find out, at least before the end or at the end, you will find out. And that could be their driving motivation to stop the player characters to interfere with the player character to kill the player characters so give them a strong motivation and you know that's that's just another that's just another tool in your toolbox you know stick that in your back pocket and use it so i'm going to go start my day so if you want to talk to me about this or anything else old or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. And thank you again to, to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, and John Allen. You guys are great. Don't forget the Young Grognard podcast. That's Dan Gregg's podcast. Also, Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert podcast and Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diary. So...